on this episode of Japan 2.0. Right now there's a seasonal thing with pistachio and I love pistachios, so there's pistachio pudding in my family mart. There's the pistachio pino. There's like a pistachio drink. Like there's like a whole bunch of pistachio things. So off off mic before we started, I was kind of telling Matt like I know Japan has a lot of seasonal foods and I can talk to like the fruit and the vegetables, but the snacks and things at the convenience store, I'd see them there and then they're not there and I had to like strike while the you know the iron's hot as they say. Um, example was my son and I today saw um, uh, milk chocolate mint drink i don't know like i guess chocolate milk mint chocolate milk would be what it would be called mm-hmm. um and he loved it and i told him like all right we got to go buy them all and literally like in japan like on the shelves they don't stock that much so there'll be like six i'll just take my hand and just scoop them into the basket and just buy all six because that's all you're gonna get for the, the for the whole year you know but yeah. what i was telling matt is like i don't know is there anyone out there who, I mean, yeah, there's going to be crazy people, right? But does the average Japanese person know, like, all right, it's June, it's mint chocolate season. I, I don't know that. I just know, like, I see it. It's not normally there. Thus, I'm scared it's going to be gone. <laughs> like, that's that's all I know. That's, like, my instinct well, inside of me. It's funny you mention this because, um, and the fact that you went and bought a bunch of those, those mint chocolate milks because... Uh, I have a whole freezer full of uh, the snack right now. It's called uh, Pino. I don't know if you're familiar with Pino. Oh, can I guess uh, which one? A, uh, yes. Pistachio? Yes, the Pistachio Pino. Man, Did that you... stuff is so good. I think, so, it's, I think it's pretty good. I don't uh, think it's I, as I good as I I think it's, it's better than the, the typical Pino you can get. And uh, oh, Pino so. is basically, if you're familiar with bonbons... Back in the in the United States, it's basically like an ice cream with like a chocolate coating over it. Yeah. And this, the right now, there's a seasonal thing with pistachios, and I love pistachios. So there's pistachio pudding in my family mart. There's the pistachio pino. There's like a pistachio drink. Like there's like a whole bunch of pistachio things. And these seasonal things, you know, they come and they go. And every year, like I don't know who decides this. I, I imagine yeah. like a marketing Cause, company cause because no it's across it like it's a cross pistachio on it. It's like all synthetic. I mean, I'm sure it's just flavoring, but it's across brands. Like you know, it's not just like one brand. And I know there's like a couple of companies that probably right. you know they're all connected. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like uh, if you don't if you don't strike while the iron's hot, it's going to be gone. So right now, like I said, I'm I'm like a squirrel. I just have like a bunch of these uh pinot you know it's for the summer because i know like in a month they're gonna be gone 
And that's a common that's a common thing that happens. Like you'll oh, it's get very, it's very uh, your favorite favorite flavor snack, and then the next month it's you you won't see it until the next year, or sometimes never never again. This, this is particularly prominent at the convenience store, but I'll say even mm-hmm. you know regular grocery stores, you know that those same aisles of snacks and things, drinks are uh, big uh, offenders of this. Mm-hmm. It, it goes both ways though. Like um, it keeps it exciting. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, what am I? I guess for me back home, grocery shopping sometimes can be boring because it's just like I know what I'm going to get always, you know? Yeah. I go on this aisle, it's going to be the same. Very rarely, like twice a year, there's a new cereal or something, right? And it's like, okay, what are the chances I'm going to like that? But here, if you go to, if you go to the convenience store, I'd say once a month, twice a month, you're going to see something new. If you're going every day, you know, you're not. Or even like once or twice a week, you're not. But I'd say yeah, twice a month, you're gonna see like new stuff or what you saw last time. There's a chance if it's not one of like the regular items, it's not gonna be there. Yeah. Um, a so lot of exciting. times it's like a it's a popular item that just has a variation. For example, mm-hmm. like you were talking about mint. Summertime is typically when all the mint products come out, like at the beginning of summer, midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, Country Mam, which is a famous mm-hmm. like cookie, will yeah. come out with these mint cookies that are great like they're really good and uh pocky everybody knows pocky it's the sticks with the chocolate dipped in mm. chocolate uh they're mint mint uh it's yeah, like the best pocky right the best pocky you could get um and for some reason the mint and the coconut one always come out together at the same time i'm like I, how many i can't eat that much pocky i'm gonna get diabetes you know i've never had coconut pocky that sounds oh, good i love coconut. the coconut one is so so good Hmm. Um, yeah, and it's Is such it a right bummer now? because, yeah, it's out right now. I All think right, it's at the look. tail end. You better look okay. soon better because I think tomorrow. it's the tail end of the season. But um, it's kind of annoying because, I, you know, every so often I'd want to, you know, even if it's in wintertime, I want a coconut pocky, you know? Hmm. I might want a mint pocky. It's yeah. like they tease you. They give you a taste, and you kind of like become a crack at it. <laughs> you just... Uh, when is it going to be the season so I could get my favorite snack? I'll say too that like um, sometimes they never come back. There's this ice oh. cream. I still remember it very much. I only got it uh, once or twice. It's called Triple Nuts, and it was an ice cream bar with nuts on it. But it was very like I had like a chew and like a snap to it. It was a very strange yeah. texture. Have you ever had Cold Stone ice cream? I think Cold Stone ice cream has a similar texture to it. It's almost like rubbery, which doesn't sound good, but it, for some reason it is good. Um, and they kind of like pull, like when you pull the spoon out, you know, it like I guess gelato kind of does that too. Um, yeah, Turkish, Turkish uh, ice creams yeah. and stuff, right? Anyway, it had that kind of snap to it. I just had a, a lot of nut to chocolate ratio, <laughs> where usually they're kind of sparse on the nuts, and they used, as the name implied, three different kinds of nuts. <laughs> I still remember it. This is like five years ago, but I was at a uh, family mart in America Mora and that's where I had it. And I just thought I was still a little new to Japan back then. You know, I thought, okay, that was amazing. But like, first of all, what do I do anyway? I'm going to be out in Osaka all day. I can't buy 10 ice cream bars and they're going to melt. Right. Uh, to bring back home. So like I was, I just kept thinking about it. Like on the train ride home and stuff, I was probably hanging out with you. And I, I came back to Kobe. I went to all, I, all convenience stores in Kobe literally like i got on the train and it was like just got off and like walked around trying to like buy them to bring them home and it was nowhere to be seen <laughs> it was gone. So I, 
I like went into Google Translate and like got the name and like hiragana and was like searching it, and I, it had a big of a following. Like there was a bit of a cult following online, and people were like saying like this convenience store has it. Go and um, yeah, yeah. But I never it never came back again. I'm always like praying like this will be the summer it comes back again. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't uh, like it. Emily- well. Emily loves this, like, uh, it was a um, mascarpone, uh, mascarpone uh, and lemon, like, ice cream. Hmm. And it was out, like, one season. And it was one of the brands that you you could get a lot. What's the, the main one? Um, it's not Baskin-Robbins. It's Dryers. Ha- Is it Dryers that you they get? They have that in Japan? I don't think they have that in Japan. What, what, what's your, what's your one? Haagen-Dazs. Thank you. It was Haagen-Dazs. And Haagen-Dazs is notorious for this because they'll sell something that's, like, really good. And then they will never bring it back. Like you would think, yeah. like, oh, next year it sold well. Next year they're going to bring it back. But yeah, we've never seen that one since. And so uh, you know, I always look. You you get to so you. And I think actually that might be another strategy of theirs that it gets you looking in the section to see if yeah. like that that item has come back. And then while you're there, you're like, well, of course I want double brownie chocolate. You know. <laughs> Another great example of this would have been Grand Kieran. Do you remember Grand Kieran? They had these yes. awesome little fat, short, Ugh. fat bottles, almost like a red stripe shape, but yeah. even more, even more squat than a red stripe. And a special like pull tab top, and they were so good. And they were good beers, yeah, such good beers. And great and they price. had they had three variations. And I had more than three. They were around right before you came here. They were, they were doing them still. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Th- at least I saw three in the stores, and they u- used to have them like all together. And now they've gone to can, so you might cans. find them in the can. And I think the really the only one you could find is the green one, the IPA. Yeah, and that's it. Mm. Like before you'll never went, see the others. Before the they went to the cans, they had the bottles. They did like ten different variations, and they were yeah. really cool labels and stuff. I will and they're say all now, really good. Yeah. now that they're canned, you can just go online and buy them. There's a Japan one. It's just called like Japan Beer. Uh, mm-hmm. They're all really good and very similar. There's an IPA and then there's like a white beer, and you can like go into Amazon and like buy those. But those are really cool. But I guess the point is like um, sometimes they rebrand things or like they just completely give it a new name, but it's like the same exact thing. And mm-hmm. again, our Japanese isn't great, but I'm almost positive it doesn't say on there like previously known as. Like, there'd be no way to know. Like, back home, it'd be like, new label, same great taste. They, there's that stupid yeah. phrase for it, right? Like, they have that phrase. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. Here, I don't think that's going on. I think it's just like, you got to experiment. And you might be like, oh, this is the same thing as before, but it's totally different. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's not even the taste. Sometimes it's just like a little gimmick. Like, right now, um, there's a big, big thing happening where... Uh, Asahi is releasing a can where when you pop the top it makes like the head of a you know of a uh, beer right like it you know uh, gets the foam beer. on top draft you know beer. Yeah. there's I a Japan like the foam. story story on it just Instagram like the story. Foam. Yeah. uh yeah and and that thing though is sold out I, I they just said they restocked it around mm-hmm. my my neighborhood and I went to the the uh, I drink Asahi so I was like yeah if I come across one I'll get one just to you know just to give it a go yeah. and sold out. You can see the area, like there's mm. no beers there. There's beers everywhere else. So, I mean, those things, they, they work, right? The gimmicks work. Yeah, but I almost feel like I'm shocked they even restocked it. Like um, oftentimes they just don't do it again. 
It's so, mm-hmm. so strange to me. Like, why? Yeah. It goes back to, like, our whole scarcity episode and, like, Japanese businesses being so touch, tough to crack. Like, the models that they go off of just boggle the Western mind. And um, I don't know. I, I remember hearing a good parallel when I first moved here that it's, like, the Sakuda model. So, like, Sakuda are, like, two weeks out of the year. And it's great. And everyone loves it. But that's it. And you just get it those two weeks and you just live for those two weeks all year and you appreciate it and cities design their whole like infrastructure on Sakura, like down the rivers and uh yeah and that's kind of like the model that's been transferred to food is like it comes and it goes and yeah you, you could extend it all year but then it wouldn't be special so like yeah just appreciate living the moment for those two weeks you know and i do uh, want to mention w- one victory though okay as I used to buy these lemon cakes every year, like mm. every year they'd come out with these lemon cakes at Seven Eleven and stuff. And it's just like a lemon loaf, like kind of like the stuff you get from Starbucks, but a lot softer and a lot better. And, uh, I would buy them all the time when they, when they were out for the week or month or however long they had them. Mm. I recently saw that they're, they're producing them all the time now and I okay. can get them a regular supply. So, um, yeah, it does take kind of away some of the specialness, you know. So, like, I look at it and I'm like, do I, do I want that today? I oh, no, I could get it next week, right? Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I can see how that Sakura, you know, that Sakura mindset. thing would really work. Yeah, my, mindset would really work because... How do you uh, know that in, your lemon snacks are, are going to be around all the time, though? Like, does it say, like, uh, it, here, here it, forever? It, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, it's in, like, a new packaging that's, like, uh-huh. you know, one of those, like, permanent packagings, you know? And it's it, it's been months, and they still have them. So, you know, my family mart's a it's a fancy place. Another item you kind of hit on it, like the breads. So, like the convenience stores here have like a pretty big bread section, and. My son, it's kind of like a Japanese tradition. The Japanese bre- breakfast is an interesting thing. I don't know if we've ever talked about it before. But there's this one subcategory of Japanese breakfasts, which are like breads, pastries, I guess you could call them, but they're not even that high end. Mm-hmm. And community service is a ton of them. And um, my son has gone and like, that's all he is for breakfast, which is a total cop-out. It's just like eating a donut every day and like nothing else. It's so unhealthy. Um, yeah. But it's pan or bread. It's kind of just considered like morning food here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's what he does. So I go buy them for him on the regular. Like every day, I just go buy like two or three of these bread things, and the variation of them is so high. Like some because I'm going every day, it's hard. Like, it doesn't seem like it, but if I think about it, it's like, oh yeah, the one that we were getting like all the time two months ago. I've not seen that. Like, and I probably will never see it again. And then new ones will come in that I've never seen before. And I lived here and I bought hundreds of these things. It's like. You know, they always change up something where it's like this long shape, but now it has like uh, strawberries in it where it only before was ever chocolate or like they're always kind of changing it. And like, it's a very innovative job. I think we're back home. We'd be like, yeah, you've done everything with a donut you can do. Granted, you're going to get places like Voodoo Donuts and these crazy places, but just a grocery store, like your little neighborhood shop. They're just doing oh, the same these, thing. It's done. These it's are like, chains. Yeah. 
You know, like when did Hostess ever switch up their game? You know, like exactly probably right. not. Maybe not once a often, year, they get you know? once a yeah, year yeah. like a new flavor, right? Yeah, or they color something for Halloween or yeah. something. You know, Japan does that on like a major level. Like, I mean, yeah, we have all the special edition stuff, like the Super Mario Melon Pond and stuff that came out, you know, a, a couple of months ago, mm. and and then. And then they do all these other specialty breads. Yeah, we got to crack the code. We got to find out who's market, who's the marketing team behind this stuff. Because you know, it's somebody somebody's job to like cook up like, oh, we're gonna make this twist. It's gonna have chocolate. It's gonna have, you know, caramel. Yeah. It's gonna be seasonal. It's gonna have mint in it. You know, it's it's really interesting. I really wonder how like social media and stuff is changing that or has changed it. You know, because. In a lot of ways, that side of Japan, which existed before social media, seems ripe for it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think this. I think you know the states are starting to get a lot of that stuff too, like the special right. edition Doritos, and like I think they're taking that. You know that all that marketing and stuff. It, it's probably trickling to other places around the world. So it kind of adds yeah, to that. The general feeling when we moved to Japan is kind of like I got here a little bit too late. That like a lot of the really. Sp- we think about gaming and anime and stuff like that. A lot of the really, really special stuff about Japan, the West gets now, right? When a new anime comes out, it's on Crunchyroll, like, the same day, translated. Um, yeah. Or before, like, when we were kids and we wanted to live in Japan, right? Like, one of the big reasons, like, they have this and we'll, we'll never have that or it'll take us three or four years to get that. And, uh, yeah, I think games and anime are... We don't need to talk about it. It's pretty well oh, known. Man. But, like, the food culture stuff, too, you know, the special editions. And you're, you're exactly right. I do think uh, through the Internet that uh the west is kind of picking up on that stuff a bit more all the variations and special items and i I think uh i wouldn't be surprised in five or ten years if we see western culture having the same kind of like here one day gone the next like get it while it's hot you know yeah but you know what they won't have they won't have that tradition of regional cuisine and you know that history of you know regional specialty items you know so i don't know if they'll ever have the the you know the dedication and the um, reverence for those kind of things. I'd say another thing, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. They keep will always keep it special here. Is the Japanese um, customer expectation of the bars is incredibly high because the competition is high. Because again, all these co- companies are doing the same thing. So again, Matt and I back when we first came here, right? Is like we kind of had the what, what was a ten out of ten for us. We had to like reset that bar. Um, because everything here, you know, is so good. The food quality is so high. And I say it's a double-edged sword because, because of that, I heard things like the eggs and things at convenience stores are like synthetic because, um, if an egg would be brown in any way or, you know, that grayish color they get, a person wouldn't buy it. Right. Cause the expectation is mm-hmm. so high. So that those eggs are all like processed now, uh, so that they stay yellow and whiter longer or yeah. other examples would just be like, yeah, fruit. Uh, prices are really really high because the fruit has to really look perfect and be wrapped in styrofoam even right to stay that way um because all the bad ones just kind of get tossed out or actually get sold at these like discount shops but they're they're hard to find those shops Um, Mm -hmm. i wish they were more readily available uh so it's great but there's also some downsides too (laughs) yeah yeah but uh yeah i think we we didn't get into vegetables too much we kind of previewed it before but one of the biggest shocks are like kind of just general changes while grocery shopping. Uh, we won't go into all the seasons. I had all the months of stuff 
you know, ready to go. But basically, <laughs> you can only get fruit and vegetables uh, when they are in season here, which is like three yeah, to yeah. four months out of the year. So like Matt mentioned, uh, right now it's peach season, but for the last six months of my life, if I wanted a peach, it doesn't matter. I could have paid $100 for a peach, and I wasn't going to get a peach in this country. You might uh, still pay $100 for a peach. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> if it's uh, in the perfect styrofoam, like I mentioned. Yeah. But now, you know, I can get two peaches for six bucks. Um, but if I wanted, like Matt said, I got a million dollars, not getting a strawberry, you know, uh, right, unless I get right. on a plane and go get it in another country or something. Yeah. So that's very particular and very special and uh, has ups and downs. Could kind of go along with the themes we, we mentioned so far. But um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder like in a year if I end up consuming more strawberries here because I like feel, oh man, I got to buy all the strawberries I, well, I can. Where back home, I just know I can always get them. I think I'd actually end up eating more of the, the specialty fruits. I'm a big fruit guy. I, I eat a lot of fruit almost every day. I eat a couple of pieces of fruit. And, um, yeah, I think I probably eat more here because I feel I have to. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's interesting. I think it does compel you to buy some more items, you know, during those seasons and yeah, it's just a different way to live. Right. Like, sure. I mean, it, it, back home, you know, if I wanted a mango, whatever, you know, you just get one. Right. And you probably you want you say mango if you live back home, but now we um, say mango. <laughs> Did you say mango uh, when you're back home or mango? No, I said mango. Really? I'm from Los Angeles, man. You know, I got the Mex I got the Mexican in me. You know, the <laughs> we don't say mango. <laughs> <laughs> mango, mango. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, but, this has been our uh, episode on regional and seasonal foods. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, good. We do a lot of food episodes. Uh, probably got at least 10 to 20 episodes on food. So go back and check some of those out. Yeah. Just, I, I would recommend, I would recommend the episode on, um, the scarcity, uh, like we kind of, if you like this topic, you know, you'd find a lot of interesting, uh, parallels yeah. with that one. Yeah. But we go off topic, not only food, we talk about things like rec- records and stuff too. We have one just on Japanese food in general. Back when we were early on, we probably thought we'd do one one episode on Japanese food before we realized that we would <laughs> uh, kind of nitpick that topic. We talk a lot about Western food in Japan. Uh, we have donut yeah. episodes and hamburger episodes. Pizza. Pizza. Pizza one. Yeah. Yeah. So go check those out. Uh, if you're uh, planning a trip to Japan soon, you might be able to actually come. I told people before, like, don't get your hopes up. We're getting all these people writing us thinking they were coming out this summer. But uh, maybe a winter trip, a Christmas trip, or fall trip might be able to happen for you. So Yeah, yeah. It, it is time. Uh, I don't know how our podcast listenership, we're kind of at the point now where there was times where we used to track that stuff and be really excited by it. But now we kind of, we've, we've hit a bit of a, what do you call it? comfortable point a pla- i guess a plateau <laughs> I yeah i don't even know no, i don't maybe, think maybe I don't it's not think a plateau pl- but i don't think we plateaued yet no, no we, we don't we, we don't check we, the numbers or anything like that anymore we haven't but checked I, yet. I do feel like uh in the first half of the pandemic we were getting just as many people reaching out to us and stuff as always uh probably because they're hopeful that they're gonna take trips here um mm-hmm. but i do feel like for sure in the second half of the pandemic it's been a bit more quiet from our uh, listeners because uh, i guess what it's taught us is a lot of our listeners uh listen because they plan to come here or like a yeah, tra- yeah. travel podcast. And yeah. I think that uh feeling of not being able to come here maybe makes uh 
I don't know, maybe less uh, motivating <laughs> to to listen. But yeah, yeah but you know that you know there's somebody out there like how you and I were when we were teenagers and stuff and learning about Japan and you know didn't have any means to get out there. You know, oh, but yeah. Still, we're I mean, learning about you know the cool stuff that was happening. So I know, I know that I know you. I know you. Yeah. I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't and, uh, usually talk the uh, behind, inside baseball talk that much. But no, I mean that's we never made this podcast for people uh, traveling. I mean, I, I should speak for myself. I never thought, oh yeah, this would be for like tourists to come here and listen, uh, like a travel guide. I never at all intended that. But it, it seems like that's yeah. kind of the way it's gone. We we definitely meant it for uh, either people who are living here. Um, or for the people like us who like couldn't travel to Japan, didn't have the money or the means or the timing wasn't right, but they just wanted, wanted to be here. And we're trying to like give kind of just what the daily life feel was. Uh, cause that's how Matt and I were. And we had our own yeah, yeah. media that helped us kind of cope with not being able to be in Japan. Um, so yeah, no, I, but I, I definitely, but I accept, I accept all travelers as well. You know, <laughs> I mean, come, come along, you know, come on, come all. Yeah. Uh, you can go back to our the episodes that appeal to you. You know, we yeah. got to get those. You know, those I, uh, Apple that Apple money. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't checked the reviews. We used to read the reviews and stuff. Maybe we should go back. Hopefully, there's, yeah, there's uh, I think, some that have built it up. I think we should go back. Yeah, we should look into it. There might be somebody looking for my secret donut spot in town. Oh, someone, I said if no. they put a five star review, then we have people write us. I I, I sent it. Did oh, I tell nice. you the secret's out? No, no, no I told no. everyone. No, we had like two oh, or three no. people who uh, who did that. Who did it? Yeah, gave us a five star review. Oh, one nice. one Thank said you. like I only have Spotify. Like you can't review on Spotify. But like I promise, I'm not gonna tell. And I was like, yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's so, sneaky. I mean, now you put a new motivation out there: the uh, okonomiyaki and the akashiyaki spot. So yeah, yeah. We'll see if that does that as well as the donut spot say i learned about the akashiaki and okonomiyaki spot i don't even matt even kept that one secret from me he doesn't even tell me this one so i don't know and it's probably because i couldn't reliably get you in in through the door man it's a it's a top secret kind of place secret handshake kind of place that's right speaking of donuts i'm about ready to go to tokyo and then um good town donuts has a new location now oh yeah do you know about this no, I heard that they moved, but yeah, I don't yeah. know where they this are now. The big Japan news, you know, screw the Olympics or coronavirus. We got the, the Tokyo yeah. donut, donut news. Yeah, it's just like down the street. So it's just like a, a block or two away from the old location. But there was two shops, right? There was like that kind of yeah. vegan y sandwich. I guess they did pizza too. Like it was a, it was a weird kind of thing. They yeah. also had donuts. Um, I guess because of Corona, they couldn't afford both of those. So they kind of had uh. to combine into one space. But the odd thing is they didn't choose one or the other. It's a completely different shop, just one block away. So, I'm a little. It's not. It's not called Good Town anymore. Ooh, let me. You you buy me some time, and I'll look up the name. It's not called yeah, Good Town. Man. It has a different name. Um, well, I'd hate to see that place go. You know, because I mean, when I get get out to Tokyo, it's one of my first stops. I go there. I eat a couple of donuts, and then I go record shopping the rest of the rest of the day. Yeah. All right. So. It might, it might have re- reopened because um, on Google Maps, when I used to click on it, it said, like, closed, permanently closed. Uh-huh. Um, or now, when I, like, typed it in, it didn't say that. Okay. So, so maybe they just, like, 
maybe it was like temporarily a temp- temporary closed? thing and they were going out in another spot. But uh, I don't know. I'll do some kind of Tokyo episode. Yeah. After this one. So even if I'm just out there walking around recording by myself, like I, I do sometimes, the walks and talks. Um, I'll give you an update on that. Last episode I did, last year I did one. Actually, like one year ago to this week I did it. Uh, so if you're Jones in for it, you can listen to the old one if you didn't. But I went to yeah. the donut. I went to Good Town, and I talked about the coconut donut and how they didn't have it, and I was like so upset. Which is on topic to this episode about uh, kind of the uh, limited availability of certain foods. Yeah, and I was Once kind it's of sold out. It's sold out. You I know? was frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested to see how your Tokyo trip goes. You know, uh, the, the couple of times that I've been riding through neighborhoods I knew really well in Osaka, mm. um, things have changed a lot. So. I'm curious to see if like Tokyo has changed at all since the pandemic. Yeah, some I'm new places, new places have come in, old places have gone out. You know, I get the, the good town donuts. It's going to be interesting. Everyone's going to be on the edge of their seat for. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're going to survive. I, I know I will. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap for us. We yeah. A bit of a longer uh, episode. Thanks for listening. Um, we're all uh, all over the internet at Japan 2.0. You can find us on Spotify and your podcast, uh, Apple, iTunes, hmm. and all those other, other great podcast services. And uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up or whatever, whatever your podcast service uh, allows. And yeah, uh, reach out if you can. Uh, we're at Japan 2.0 at uh, gmail.com and spell out point and yeah until next time Akogorilla bring ya Tokyo banana see ya exclusive exclusive Yeah. Don't leave, go to the last year. I'm a child, 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 I'm a child